Hi, and welcome to Gathered Courage, a podcast built around reminding you that no matter what you're facing, God has got you. I'm your host, Carrie Smith, and I'm here to help you gather your courage as you tackle everything from everyday life to your biggest dreams. You are listening to episode number 42. Thanks for joining me today. Let's get to it. I am so excited to begin our series on the word abide and specifically from John 15, where we are asked to abide or remain in Jesus. And I've had such a fun time just reading what different authors say about this text, reading um, and listening to podcasts um, and watching videos and just the research and study of this has been a joy for me. So I can't wait to share with you what I've discovered and some of my own thoughts that I have about this topic of abiding in Christ. So let's kind of rewind a little bit and remember that our definition for abide um, I defined it in last week's episode, but I'm going to kind of state it again. Our definition is to remain stable or fixed in a state, to continue in a place. And then we also looked at some descriptors and definitions of abide, to bear patiently, to endure without yielding, to wait for, to accept without objection. And I think all of these definitions come through in some way or another from reading John chapter 15 verses 1 through 11. So let's go ahead and read that section as well before we get started with specifically what I want to talk about today, which is just verse 1 of this section. I'll be reading from the NIV version. So starting in verse 1 of John chapter 15. I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes, so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit showing yourselves to be to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. I read verses 1 through 11. Um, the NIV version uses the word remain uh, rather than abide, but both are used um, interchangeably and widespread throughout different um, 
different versions of scripture, translations of scripture. So such a beautiful, beautiful section and so much to glean from it. Today, we are just going to look at verse one and we are going to focus on the roles that are given in verse one. It says, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. So here Jesus is talking and he is talking to his followers, to his disciples. Um, He is talking to them just before he is going to be basically crucified. Before all of that begins, he is telling his disciples some final things. So he's talking to people that already have some sort of relationship and understanding with him. So let's slow down and really think about the roles that Jesus and God um, and we play in this comparison of our lives with a vine, with a vineyard. So verse one says, I am the true vine. And again, this is Jesus speaking. And Jesus, when he says he's the vine, um, I kind of think of it this way. And you really have to kind of picture a vineyard in your mind. Um, Vines specifically grow off of like a trunk um, and then off of those grow the branches. And, and we'll talk more specifically about us as the branches. Uh, but I want us to just visualize right now that vine um, that is kind of twisting and turning around. A lot of times they'll put some kind of structure for the vine to kind of twist and turn around um, as it is growing. So that's Jesus. He is that vine. And it says that he is the true vine. And it makes me think that if it defines itself, uh, Jesus defines himself as the true vine, that there must be some kind of false vine out there. Um, And when I think about that, I'm thinking, man, if we're the branches, if I'm a branch and I'm growing off of a vine, wow, I absolutely want to be growing off of the true vine. Um, And then the vine are where the fruits grow. So if I am a branch growing off a true vine, then whatever fruit grows off of me is going to be good, right? And as branches, we need the vine to grow. And I just, I don't know about you, but I think that I'd like to grow from a true vine, growing from a source that that can't fail me. And Jesus defines himself as that true vine. And I love this idea of we grow from Jesus and Jesus then is connected, the vine is connected to the trunk, which I think of um, as being God. But really, this verse says, no, no, Jesus is kind of that full thing. If he's not the branch, he's everything but. He's the trunk, the vine, we're the branch, the fruit grows off of us. So who is God then? Verse 1 says that um, the Father is the vine dresser or gardener, some versions say. So let's stop and think about that role for just a minute. We're going to go into detail about that role in next week's episode in verses that are coming up after verse one. 
But man, when I think of a gardener, <laughs> I think, whoo, I am not a gardener. <laughs> I have killed many a plant in my day. <laughs> I don't have the patience. Um, I don't have the know-how nor the motivation to learn how to grow things in specific soils and specific temperatures and specific light and all that comes with gardening. I have grown things, so I know a little bit about it, but oh geez, I'm I'm pretty much a failure <laughs> when it comes to gardening. Um, and then this verse tells us that God is the gardener and then goes on to tell, like I said, about some of those specifics, which we'll look at next week. But for today, let's just rest in the assurance that God is the gardener. It doesn't say, I am the true vine and you have to be responsible for making sure you grow um, off the vine and produce good fruit. No, no, no. It is not saying that. There is this gardener that is responsible for that. Now, the branch plays a role. However, the gardener is overseeing it. He is managing it. And that gardener is God. He is the one that cultivates and manages the branches on the vine and thinking about God's love and compassion, his grace, his mercy. Oh, it brings me such peace in his care of me as the gardener, um, as my gardener. I mean, you know, I've believed in God long enough to know that living in God's garden and allowing him to fully access my life and manage my life, man, it is far better than any other way of living. And I'll admit it isn't always easy, but it is always, always worth it. So today, let's think of our roles. Jesus is that true vine. If he is the true vine, there has to be a false vine out there. There has to be something else that we have an option to cling to as the branch. But he's the true vine. He's the one that's going to point us in the correct direction. And then God, God is the gardener. He's the vine dresser. He's the manager of the whole thing. We're going to talk more next week about what he does as the gardener to manage the branches. But for today, let's just rest in our roles. Let's rest in knowing that God is managing, that we can be connected to a true vine, something worthy of following as the branches, then we can produce these good fruits that we're going to dive in further as we go throughout this study. I hope that you will continue listening and following along with me as we dive in this part of scripture in John 15. I would encourage you to just continue reading John 15, at least 1 through 11, though so much more of the chapter is excellent as well. Um, and, and really see what God says to you. What's he describing to you? What is he um, teaching you? through these verses and then come back weekly to listen in to what I'm learning, what I'm discovering 
and I'd love for you to also share what you are learning and discovering. Thanks again for tuning in this week. Catch me throughout the week on Instagram at Gathered Courage Podcast, as well as Facebook at Gathered Courage Podcast. If you have any questions, you can always email me at gatheredcouragepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.